Let's go. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Binge Down TV. Today is an awesome day because we get to share with you our discussion with the amazing Janetta Kaiser, a.k.a. our girl Sonia Carr from Vampire Academy. We had a blast talking about all sorts of things like how it was acting with birds and lack thereof and how she approached playing such an important character in the show and much, much more. This conversation took place before episode six had even been released. So we are still so excited to see where her character goes and where she can end up at the second half of this season. So without any more rambling from me, please sit back and enjoy our conversation with the lovely Janetta Kaiser. Hi. Hi. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for joining us. Of course. Paul, should we tell her that that right off the bat that you're on a, a muscle relaxer so you, you may be a little chill on this episode? No, I'll be totally fine. <laughs> I will be nonstop because uh, Sonia was legitimately introduced as just kind of like a side goofy character. And then as we're watching it, it's like, okay, so she's going to be like one of the most integral characters in the entire show. Like it was such a, such a quick turnaround in three episodes. So we, uh, we immediately loved her because we binged one through four, you know, when they were all released. And uh, as we were talking it out, Sonya just got cooler and cooler and yeah. cooler. And then uh, Kathleen and Brian even went on to say that Sonya was their favorite female character of the show. So we were just very excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I love hearing that. The good feedback. <laughs> where <actually> watched it? <laughs> where are you recording from? Uh, Los Angeles. Okay, uh-huh. LA. Love that. Yeah. Staying love inside, where it's cool. It's still like pretty uh, uh, hot outside. <laughs> yeah, we're in full fall over here. We're in Philly, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just over there doing a movie. April, May, June, May, May-ish, June. How'd we In treat you? That's so fun. I went to the, the Rocky um, Steps. Uh, and you got that. <laughs> and then I went to New York. That was my first time on the East Coast. So then I went up to New York oh, as well. Nice. For two weekends in a row. Oh, it was so fun. I love oh, it. yeah. <laughs> great over here. If you ever come back, we'll take you out for a drink. Yeah, yes. Oh, my God. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, well, so Paul, Brian, and I are completely new to this world. Uh, we don't know anything, so we're learning as we go. When you got cast in the show, were you already a fan? Or was this all brand new to you as well? You had to jump in and read the books to to get ready for the role. What was the, what was the jump off for you? Yeah, well, I was a fan of the books when I was younger. So I read them when I was like 12 or 13. Um, but I didn't realize when I got the audition that Vampire Academy was the vampire Academy of the books. I just like, I didn't make the connection. Right. And then I saw, I think it was when my agent texted me and was like, Oh, you're in the mix. Like you're, it's a possibility. You're going to get this. But I saw Julie Plex name. Cause I, I have a bad habit of like not reading breakdowns. I don't read like who's attached to the project. Cause I just kind of get nervous because I, I want to work with so many people and I don't want to like get in my head about it. So I just don't look at it and I go off of like what's on the page and the script. And that's how I, I do my characters in my audition. So when I, when I went back and looked, I was like, well, let me just see like what this is all about. And then I saw Julie Pleck and Marguerite McIntyre and I was like, hold on, <laughs> hold on. What? <laughs> and then that's when I was like, wait, 
vampire, like the vampire academy. So I went back and I watched the movie and I think I watched the movie and then I was like walking to the bathroom and that's when I like got the call. So yeah, like originally I just didn't make the connection at all. (laughs) And you were just highlighting Julie Pleck, who was the showrunner on this show. Did you know her previously perhaps from Vampire Diaries of which I am an enormous fan? Yeah. So I read the, after Vampire Academy books, that kind of sent me into like the vampire mm-hmm. world. So then I read the Vampire Diaries books and then I read Twilight books. And then I think it was like Vam- Twilight came out, Vampire Diaries came out, and then the Vampire Academy movie came out. It was like boom, boom, boom. So yeah, like I, I was a huge fan of Julie Pleck. And I mean, Cher Forbes, Marguerite McIntyre, hello. She's such an angel. I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> So you seem pretty in-depth with all different types of vampires um, and in different stories and stuff like that. Um, did you, I, I don't know, this is sacrilegious to ask this question, did you have a favorite type of like vampire world um, yeah. out of those, out of all you read? Because we were actually talking about how, well, just to cover our bases, I'm big Twilight guy, <laughs> uh, Kathleen's a big True Blood girl, and Brian is a Vampire Academies guy. So Vampire Diaries. I'm sorry, Vampire Diaries. We're all new to the Academy. Vampire Academy guys. (laughs) Yes. So we were always talking about how how Vampire Academy is is very different in some aspects of the usual vampire lore. So going off of that, do you have a favorite part of the Vampire Academy lore, or or what is your favorite, um, you know, vampire world? Um. So I remember my mom had me watch Queen of the Damned when I was a kid and absolutely just loved that movie so much. Um, Aaliyah is so good in it. And I think I just like how dark the world is. Um, So if I think about Vampire Academy, like the way that we're doing like the adaptation now, we're showing like the really dark parts. And um, I think that that's what I like about it, honestly, like spirit, like Sonia being a spirit user, um, you know, we're still like revealing in the show what that is. But if you've read the books, you know that like spirit, like it uses your light. So the more you use it, the more into the darkness you become. So, um, so yeah, like it's, it's, I I think that that's what I, I mean, honestly, I'm like, my own favorite character but when I was a kid (laughs) I was obsessed with the Rose and Dimitri relationship I cannot lie like that's what sucked me in and that's why I remember it all these years it's the like OG ship (laughs) so we're only five episodes in so we don't know how it plays out but are you officially saying that you are team Dimitri not team Mason because it seems like we have a triangle situation going on here I know. She you feels know, bad. I on the record. Bad because I want to like stay true to the books. But yeah. from watching it up to episode five, I'm like, oh my God, Mason and Rose are so good for each other. Like, and they could just, they're the same age and they're going through it together and they could be so good together. And it's innocent. Whereas, I don't know. No, I'm team Dimitri and Rose. <laughs> it's, Dimitri. Like, it's forbidden and it's, you know, they don't, they shouldn't be together and they're breaking all the rules. Yeah. I love it. Uh, we actually broke that down. Um, 
me coming from the twilight aspects you know the ultimate love triangle edward <laughs> bella and jacob and i'm like i'm so sick of these love triangles because somebody always gets hurt and i love mason and i love dimitri and it's like oh man yeah. how's it gonna end but in the end dimitri my guy i called him hunkules in our first recording because he's just oh like, the best <laughs> yeah i mean he's so cool um and uh, I, I don't even know what's going to happen and I'm going to be heartbreaking either way, but I think uh, yeah. that's I, like a true, a truly well done love triangle is when both characters are like lovable and you want them to be with Rose, a, a love triangle where one is the obvious choice isn't as fun. And the right. actors who play both of them are incredible and so charming. And so I'm like flip a coin as long as like someone's going to get really big time hurt. Mason is like, that's like a lifelong love. This, mm -hmm. this Dimitri thing is like new and like fiery and, and sexy. the Mason stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Sexy. sexy. The Mason I, stuff is yeah. like deep, deep. Yeah. No, I feel, I do feel like I go flip a coin thing. Like I, I just go back and forth. I remember like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, Oh, easy T Mason and Rose. But right now I'm like, you know what? I don't know. It must be the where the moon is positioned this week. Yes. <laughs> Dimitri and Rose, it is. <laughs> Speaking of love, oh, I am gonna cry, dude. I okay, so so we watched one through four, obviously, recorded on that app, and then like, all right, from now on out, we're gonna do episode by episode breakdowns. We watch five. Nice. I'm screaming. Yeah. at the tv because episode four we were like especially kathleen she was like uh is it mikhail or michael i don't want to mikhail mikhail so yeah. mikhail and sonia so cute so adorable that we were like all right they're probably like our favorite couple at this point kathleen's <laughs> like i hope they stay together i don't want anything to happen and then just right in the heart of course, of course that happens to Sonia because she can't be happy, right? Sonia's going Sonia's going through everything at this point. Um, so I just want to say that that was arguably the saddest part of all of episode five and what we've seen up to this part. I mean, uh, Sonia over her father, healing him. I mean, that was very sad. I mean, your acting was insane. You know, wake oh. up, wake up. I was like trying not to, Thank you. <laughs> trying not to cry. But then... She gets the news of Mikhail and it's like, all right, what else can go wrong for this girl? Like, oh, I, it was heart wrenching. Yeah. And she, all, all Sonia wants to do is live a peaceful life. But all of this chaos is around her yeah. <laughs> all the time. Poor thing. I know Max Parker was such a, a joy to work with. And he like scene partner wise, like I couldn't have gotten a better scene partner because he just made me feel so comfortable and like in between takes we're just like cracking up it's freezing we're like in the garden having this whole love scene and they're having to cut the heaters on in between and max is like here just sit here like it's gonna be warm on this like sofa that's like this little for the both of us and <laughs> it was it was so 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 great and um but i'm so sad he I know. R.I.P. Oh. to Mikhail. And the dude had some pipes too, singing that old yeah. Maroy. Oh my he God. Sing. Yeah, yeah, he's gorgeous. Wow. It was like, yeah, could he be any more charming? We're going to make him as charming as possible. And then he's done. We're going to rip hard. your heart out. That's what we're going to do. Well, yeah, it works. It's a very, <laughs> a very good execution. Well, you said that Sonia 
just wants to be like, just have a peaceful life. And Mikhail kind of came for you. Like he was the one who was kind of, I mean, sweet, like sugar never came for you is the wrong way to say it. Like he was pursuing you because of course you're great. You could have avoided that entirely. Yeah. Um, like, but- what the heck? Men coming in and ruining a woman's life. Haven't heard that before. Classic. <laughs> Here's my question, though, for everyone in the chat, because we're recording episode five right after this. And this is my big question. Is there any way that Sonia is strong enough to cure a Strigoi? Is there any way? (laughs) 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 Gotta gotta watch. So I hope that's the direction we're going in. That'd be really cool. I mean, we can't tell you if that is. (laughs) (laughs) I even I, even if he can, I guess Mikhail pretty much he's done so, right? I mean, he's got you that. know what? Like, here's my theory, and like this is me with my own theories, and even though I know what's gonna happen, me, me and Mia, Mia who plays Mia, um, we have oh, wow. so many theories, and we just like text each other all the time, like, oh my god, like da da da. We're ridiculous. So my theory, and I've seen this on Twitter a lot as well, is that his body wasn't burned. So I don't know. Maybe he does still exist somewhere. So that at least leaves it open ended for us to speculate. I mean, it's Julie Black and Vampire Diaries. People died so many times and came back. Like she (laughs) really did that. Come back. She'll probably figure out a way. But as of right now, I have no idea, and I can't tell you. (laughs) It's um, it's interesting because. Uh, they're doing a really good job of of slowly explaining the laws of this world throughout the episodes. Mm-hmm. So, we, like, we know a lot of the basics, but we're we're still kind of learning. Like, we know sun has uh, a big effect on you know the royal Mulroy, but we're we're not exactly sure to what extent yet. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, with dead bodies. And vampires, I mean, who knows? Like, they yeah. might be able to... There's monks in there. Maybe the monks have something to do with it. So, uh, it might be a Jon Snow situation. So, I'm I'm going to keep all doors open because, like I said, that was that was my number one shift was, was Sonia and Mikhail. So, <laughs> I need you. that to happen again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking on coming back from the dead, we're hoping for an Andre... Um, revival because we love Jason Diaz so much. Big, <laughs> big fan of Jason Diaz. So we're hoping that we get him. We're seeing him in some flashbacks. We saw some dreams right. in episode five. So we're hoping. For What's that. up with this guy that just keeps popping in and saying, remember, yeah. like, who is this guy? <laughs> more and more bloody every time. <laughs> it's like, dude, Jason is a beautiful man. Why can't we just see his face? Why is it always got a hot glass in it? <laughs> oh my god that's so funny he might i don't i don't think he'll care if i say this story um he had gotten all of his like bloody face and whatnot and then marguerite mcintyre came over to him and was like can i see your face she's like oh great you still look amazing <laughs> and he was like okay okay <laughs> yeah, i don't doubt it <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful man. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. He really is. No, it's so funny though, because he just he just all right, let me go in and say my one line today. Remember. So yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for like his storyline to play out too. Speaking Agreed. of yeah. handsome men, um, <laughs> I'm not talking about Dimitri. Don't worry. I know that's usually what you think of. But um Victor, 
uh, Jagos Richards, aka Sonya's dad. Mm-hmm. How cool is it to work with him? Because um, oh, yes, I, I uh, in the beginning of episode one, I was like, I can't tell what this guy's doing. Is <laughs> is he being helpful? Is he scheming? And then as it goes on, I'm like. I would die for this man. Yeah, he's, so, he's so cool. He's so confident. He's, he's the only logical one. Um, so, I mean, you especially have, have these crazy deep scenes with him. How is it like working with, uh, with uh, Victor? He's such a blast. Jay August is like a, a true professional in the sense of where he comes fully in character, like preps, knows his lines, knows his stuff. But then like in between takes, he's just humming every, like I've said this before, he's a human jukebox and he just like any song. So if someone says lamp, he goes, lamp, da, 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 da. And he like knows the song with the word lamp in it. And I'm like, what? It was just like, I'm like sitting here because I, I struggle with words so, so much. And so um, he's just like sit, standing there singing all these songs and then he's like, and then action. And then he's like back to it. But he's, like, <laughs> oh, he's, he's so great. And he's just like a generous actor. He's really like fully present in the moment. It was so amazing to work with him. Truly. That's awesome. That's Being with awesome. someone that's done it for um, like 20 plus years and also has done something along the lines of this genre before. Like, yeah, he's, he's great. I mean, I was I was having a heart attack when he collapsed, and I'm like, "Don't you dare get out of the show already!" Because you were awesome. Um, thank goodness Sonya was there to save him. Um, but I think one of my favorite scenes with him so far, episode five. Yeah, he's healthy now. You you cured him, and the, the <laughs> most epic music is playing in the background as he's walking into the council, uh-huh. and he's like fixing his cuffs. And I was like, "All right." Victor might Last be like Victor. Top, yeah. top five characters now. He's so yeah. Cool. He is badass, and he looks so good while doing it. <laughs> I'm excited for a Victor Tatiana showdown because the actress who plays her is fucking incredible too. Like I'm like show show down. Let's let's fight. I love oh it. great! Yeah, she's a, she like primarily does theater, and like she's just so I, the amount of words she had to just say every day on set and it's all just like political jargon I was like wow she's really so good at what she's doing and she's so nuanced as well like having these paragraphs and 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 still getting like her point of view through um she was so great and then like off camera as well we got along so well we went around um, Spain. So we went up to like San Sebastian and then up to Biarritz, France and down to Bilbao, Spain when we had some time off. And um, she's such a joy. Like, I mean, literally her name is Anita Joy. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I love her so much. She's great. But I cannot wait. Oh my gosh, there's so much coming. You oh, <laughs> can't talk about it. I we know. were just messaging each other saying we wish we got to see the whole season so we could just like unload on you all our questions, but we're like halfway through. It makes it tough. <sighs> it's <No>. so, <laughs> there's so much I want to talk about, but I, I, I mean, even in episode six, like I can't even say. <laughs> it's just tough. say it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Trust us. Spoil everything and then like hope that they rehire me. <laughs> yeah. So, if I were you, I'd be so nervous that I was spoiling everything. 
So we actually went through like media training for this. Um, yeah. We went yeah. through like two or three sessions of proper training with the network. Someone who's like, he, he's absolutely amazing. He's trained like Jennifer Lawrence for hunger games and, and things like that. And yeah, so he was amazing. And uh, yeah, that, I think that's really why, because otherwise I, I kind of forget the details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. The point to watch every episode. I'm like, okay, so this happens up to this point. So I can't talk past that point. Okay, cool. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I, I hope you can talk about this point. The last time that we saw you at the end of episode five, crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Another point, I was screaming at my TV because <laughs> you just lost uh, Mikael. You just healed your father, and you walk up to this balcony. I'm like, don't you jump. Don't you dare jump. I, this academy needs you. You know, this, the show watchers <laughs> need you. The, the, everybody needs the you. children and in the library need me. <laughs> they yes. really do. The birds need you. So R.I.P. the birds. ended up falling. And then, so, so my main question is, do, was her intent really just to end it? And the birds saved her, basically. They were like, you can't do this. You're needed for something else in the future. It's just kind of what I got. Is I love that you're going there with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She, she, I think by episode five, Sonia's lost the one thing that made her come alive again and it's talked about in one of the I think in episode five as well when Lissa asked Mia or yeah about Sonia being um tortured sent away and then and then tested or whatever and said by the time they were done with her she wouldn't have been of much use anyways so Sonia's and and Victor's like to thank for this if he weren't royal I think Sonia would have just been sent off somewhere to be like, I don't, I don't know, or I don't know what they would have done with her, but like Victor has created this safe haven for her. And, you know, she's not insane. So she can be around other people still and work in a library where it's quiet and no one's demanding very much from her. And, um, but yeah, then the Mikhail comes into her life and, and she just like lights up and, it scares her, I think, but like, she's excited and she's going to things she's never done gone before, like to the Dompier side of the world and seeing how much fun they have at their Dompier bar and dancing and, and things like this. And like, even when I was watching, I was like, oh my God, like, she's really, really just like blossoming right now. And then all of that comes to like a dead halt. And then she's like, wait, I've lost him. I'm not going to lose you as well. So she just, you know, takes on, takes Victor and, and heals him. So I think after all of that, like imagining that happening to myself, like I would just feel so dead inside. Why not just die? You and did. I, Ooh, go ahead. No, no, no. And I think that that's kind <laughs> of what was going on now that I think back and reflect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she looked lost. Yeah. You did a great job of playing a girl who was absolutely smitten. But my question for you is, what what are the showrunners or the writers trying to tell you to convey about this character, Sonia? 
Um, like, what are they emphasizing you to do through your acting? Because she clearly is a little bit damaged from her time away. Um, but we don't really know exactly why. So what are they kind of telling you or how are they telling you to approach this mysterious trauma? Um, and also you seem like a very bubbly individual. So is it difficult for you to get to that place to kind of play someone who's very kind of guarded? Um, okay. So first, well, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't tell me how to do this. That's, and I think that that's like, before we started filming, I was so nervous. I would just like stare at the script and I'm just like, how do I play someone that talks to birds and, but stands around people and can go to balls with her father? What does she do in that environment? Is she just staring at a wall or like <laughs> what's happening? And, um, and then we went in to shoot the pilot and it was kind of just, the dynamic with, and I'm so grateful that I get them as my family again, like Victor and then Mia McKenna Bruce, they're so great. And they just helped me find the character because whereas in the pilot, Victor is like, you know, he flashes his eyes. He's a Royal. He gets that. Um, he gets it immediately. And then Mia is like, I don't, I don't want to prove myself, you know, like da, 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 da. And then Sonia's just like, I don't really want to be here. Like it, right. it's that sort of thing. So I'm just going to do it so I can get in and get out. And, and I, I never had Julia Marguerite come over to me and be like, can you do more of this? Or like, this is actually more of what the character is. It was actually the quite opposite. It was like, after I did something like Marguerite, the scene where um, Victor passes out and I go over and heal him, Marguerite comes over to me in tears and she's like, that was so good. Thank you so much. Like, that was so good. And then we also had just like each writer was there as well. So each writer for each episode would be there while we were filming it. So I remember there's an episode coming up um, where one of the writers comes up to me afterwards and he's like, that's exactly what like we needed. Like you did that. And I'm not like trying to put myself on a pedal. Not at all. No. It was more of just like, there was so much room to play and they were open to our creative um, suggestions and ideas and what we brought to the table as our characters. And I don't know if that's just because they cast us and I, they say each person was the essence of each character they wrote. And so maybe just going in and, and doing it that way. So that leading to like your second question, like being able to, um, go there into Sonia's mind. I grew up very, very, very shy. And I was also bullied as a kid. So it's not odd for me to like, feel like the odd girl out. And I think that that like, I just immediately understood that part of Sonia's um, character description. And, and I also just in my life now, I love spending time alone. I, I feel so much more energized when like I can be alone and then go out in the public yeah. versus like just being in the public all the time and only being alone for a little amount. So I think that that's kind of, I don't know. I think, I hope that answers your question. You nailed <laughs> both of my questions actually. Okay. <laughs> and then my follow-up would be as an actor, do you appreciate that autonomy or can it at times be overwhelming to just I have an open-ended prompt? I remember when I wrote in school, when I had an open-ended prompt, those were the hardest 
questions to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you kind of appreciate being able to just completely take the reins of a character and make it your own? Yeah, I really appreciate it, especially going back and watching it. Like if I, if I had that, like if someone was like micromanaging everything I was doing and then I went in and watched it, I'd be like, that performance isn't really mine. Um, versus being able to fully, you know, do the characters, say the lines the way I wanted to say them. And then a take or two where they're like, okay, now say it like you're happy, say it like you're sad. Like there's that. And then also we come in and we block out the scene. So you go in, you know what you're doing. And then within that, you have freedom to to play. So I I think I do appreciate it. It's, I I actually worked with um, someone that kind of, in their mind, this um, character was a certain way and they were trying so hard to get me to do what was in their mind mm-hmm. and I'm not them. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't doing it exactly the way they were seeing it because that's literally impossible. It's an interpretation. So like at the end of the day, you can give like different variations of that, but I can't do it exactly the way you see it in your mind like that. Yeah. That it, it was in, at the end, of, we ended up having to go back and reshoot and the director came over to me and apologized and said, I'm so sorry. We should have done it the way that you wanted to do it originally. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, no, it's okay. I mean, we're all learning here. I'm learning that didn't work. This does work, whatever, you know, <laughs> we fail and then we fail and we fail and hopefully people like it. <laughs> Yeah, Sonia always felt kind of otherworldly to me. Like the choices you were making in the earlier episodes always felt like she's seen some shit. She knows more than you got. Like it, it felt like that. Yeah. It did, and like loner, definitely, but purposely like something has happened. So she is. But the the choices you were making were intriguing right from the start because we were like, yes, let's go. And I think that just at least moving forward, I'm devastated that um, you are a sad girl right now. But I'm hoping that like since you you most of your scene partners were Victor and Mikhail um, and Mia, which I love those those as well. I'm hoping that like you get some Rose and and Lissa scenes, like some gir- more girl friendship, especially because Lissa doesn't know anything about being a spirit. So we need you to teach this girl. We need some girl power spirit, <laughs> like get the spirits together. And... I think they got to teach each other, honestly. Yeah, yeah no right. Because, well, I mean, gosh, who knows what's going to happen? I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> we but still need yeah. to. Uh... She, I mean, she's just she's using. She's like, oh, my gosh, this is such a good thing. And then. Rose is being like, I don't know. I'm getting like emo vibes for you, girl. Like, are you sure that's a good thing? So, and then there's a reason why they, St. Vladimir, who is a spirit user, they've like thrown, like gotten rid of all of the books and and things like that. And, you know, Liz is having to use compulsion to find these texts. And um, yeah. (laughs) Hard, hard not to say more. Keep going, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good um, spirit stuff explained in episode six, I'll say. That's Good. beautiful yeah. because yeah. in five, we were getting a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, but not enough. Just a little hints in there. Yeah. 
we actually got Lissa with her eyes going black, just like yours does. So we're like, all right, what exactly does that mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I know we know it does take a toll on the, on the spirit user. It's dangerous. Right. And, and that's what we were uh, theorizing is, you know, all the, the author that wrote the book about the spirit, that's not Noel Roy. He's been banished. You know, this is blasphemous to talk about. So it almost seems like, the Royal Royal scared that, you know, yeah. somebody could t- like literally force them to do everything. Um, so it's just such a cool concept that you don't really see in, um, in vampire stories. I mean, Twilight, Twilight has some of their own crazy powers. <laughs> and stuff like that too. So that's a whole other animal, but um, it's, it's really that. cool. It's, it's <laughs> super, super enjoyable to watch. Thank you. Thank you. It was a joy to film. And then figuring out, you know, that we <laughs> each like element, there's a certain way to, to do it. And um, so when you use the element like fire, we were sent videos of how to like use each one, but there wasn't a video for spirits. I was like, wait, <laughs> what about me? I don't know <laughs> yeah. how to use it. But yeah, like fire is like something cool. Like, I don't know, the queen does it in the pilot and the Christian, uh, Christian does it as well. It's like something like that. And then like water, I think was like that. Mia, I remember Mia doing that. Yeah, it's so cool. It's interesting to see everyone use it. Yeah, I I remember watching a behind the scenes of a Twilight episode. And it was it was actually Rami Malek, who uh, he had something similar to water, he was able to control water. And he was like, behind the scenes, like, all right, so what am I picturing? I'm just like, I'm going like this, and then there's a giant wave, and like, I, how tall is it? Like, I, it's so confusing when, when there's yeah. no CGI, but yeah. I mean, you guys have been killing it this far, or so far in, uh, in the show, because it actually, it coincides with everything, you know, it's, you. it's, it's awesome. But, <laughs> I'm glad it looks believable. Yeah. And, <laughs> I do want to jump back on Mia real quick mm-hmm. because I think you said you listened to our episode one through four coverage. Mm-hmm. I was so down on Mia. I was like, oh, she does this complain, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I mean, that's all, all they really gave us was in spots where she was, she was not in a good spot. She had, she was torn between, you know, telling on Lissa or not, or, or just being upset that literally her fiance died. Um, so episode five when she pulls out the the water choke i was like all right this is awesome mia just shot way up in our books like she's a badass and that was kind of um a real first not our first but like our a real in-depth uh it it showed what you can do with the water not just manipulate water you could literally darth vader choke somebody out and i was like all right mia's mia's a badass now yeah, yeah. Um, it's so cool because Mia does seem just kind of like the bitchy sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, but I like going back and looking at him, like, you know what, she really cares about the Dominion, just like Victor, like, but in her own way, yeah, she wanted to be princess or queen or whatever you become after you marry a royal. But you know, um that was taken away from her like all of a sudden and and then someone who like never wanted it but has been raised in that privilege and knows 
nothing about it. She's now having to help to attain it because her father is saying like, please help her, you know, stay at her like right hand and whisper in her ear. That's a powerful place to be. And so she's like doing a lot of things that honestly would just make you a bitch. Like, I would yeah. Be like, yeah, I guess I'll help you. Like you don't really care about this, but you just get it anyways. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's so, yeah. And then, um, and then her relationship with Meredith is so sweet and innocent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. I'm loving their moments. Oh yeah. When Meredith comes at her, why are you here? You put yourself in danger. She's just like, I was worried. Collective <laughs> awe all yeah. around the world. Aw, you guys. Very cute. No, I'm glad to see Meredith just tearing down those walls of Mia because I think there is a, yeah. a more complex character there and I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Can't wait. Also, while we're talking about Mia, I, I'm going to butcher the line, but her line read of uh, whatever Sonia was doing with the birds at the time, but Mia was talking to Victor and she's like, what's up with the fucking birds or whatever yeah. it was. Like, it was like maybe <laughs> one of those fucking birds. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's my girl. I like it. I like a bitchy character. So yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. We love that line so much. Yeah. It was, it was like one of the first F-bombs. So I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, let's <laughs> let's like make this a little more R-rated. I like <laughs> but um, question for you, which we talked about last um, recording. So the Dampier protects Maroi at all costs, but Maroi have literal magic. Like they can do mad. We just saw Mia choke out somebody with her magic. I guess our, our main thing was like, why do the Maroi feel that they can't defend themselves? That's actually insane. It's literally just like a class system. Yeah. Um, but like Christian with that fire last episode, like you do not need a Dampier protecting you at all times. Right. I mean, that's kind of it's like Victor going in and saying, like, our system is messed up and needs to change. That's some of it. Like it is messed up. They're making these you know, guardians out of real people who have emotions and they can't, you know, do anything besides serve. Yeah. Like making like slaves out of these people, basically. I mean, they get okay treatment, I guess, but it's just not right. And, um, and yeah, and they do have magic and it should be used defensively. So it's kind of like, what's going on here? We need to, we need to, train some people or something like something needs to happen yeah i'm ready for an all-out war where you know the the more roy are like fuck it we're we're using our powers we're <laughs> yeah. going to the front line and we're just gonna destroy every stragoy that tries to uh walk in here oh my gosh yes that would be so sick <laughs> So I have some rapid fires. Can I do some quick rapid fires? Boys, yeah. do you have anything else to ask? No, my only other question was, do you feel like Cinderella talking to all these birds and having them <laughs> land on you and stuff like that? Literally. It, it literally reminded me. I actually feel like insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. So in the, in the episode um, where I'm feeding the birds, what's up with Sonya and those fucking birds? They had me like feeding real crows where this guy came in with his birds and he's like making crow sounds with his mouth and basically like telling the bird to like stay where it's at. 
So it's like, get on your mark, bird. (laughs) And it's so weird. And it was like, well, this is really cool. I didn't really know birds were this intelligent, especially a crow. So I'm just like tossing it, but I'm, I'm tossing the food. I'm like, Oh my God, sorry. I'm hitting you on the head. And I'm like, yeah, you still had to hum and everything. Just like humming and doing the birds. That's so funny. And then the scene in the library, um, where the bird flies up on the shelf, they just got like a fake bird, like thing. And I'm just talking to it as if I've seen it fly up and then land there and then talking to this fake thing. And yeah, so I feel like actually insane or I guess what you do as a kid and just play like make believe, right? That's, yeah. That's what I'm getting to do. It's so fun. <laughs> better so scene partner. The birds or Victor, which is a better scene partner. Oh, I got to see the birds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, suck it suck it yeah. j august yeah they, they, they can read we have like this communication for so <laughs> the chemistry cooler. yes the chemistry yeah. was there oh awesome. thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right so rapid fire you can answer these as fast or slow as you want they're easy ones um okay so number one favorite tv show of all time Ooh. Um, can it just be like something I watched recently? Yeah. Okay. Not of all time. Um, I really liked the time traveler's wife. It got canceled though. Oh, the <laughs> new one. Yeah. I read you know so many wacky articles about that and like people saying it, it. Yeah. And we won't get into it, but I, re- I watched <laughs> the first two or three episodes, but I think um, I know people hated it, but I loved it so much. We have all time TV show of all time would have to be SpongeBob SquarePants. Wow. Beautiful. That is the first time we have gotten that answer on this show. (laughs) That is phenomenal. The best TV show ever. So quotable. (laughs) I I make so many references in life and like the cast of Vampire Academy like knows this by now. Somehow I bring back everything to SpongeBob. I'm like, this is just like that one episode of SpongeBob where da 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 da. And they're like, you're so weird. I'm like, sorry. It's she's, a comfort show for me. <laughs> she's just like us. I tell Emily, like, oh, man, I'm taking out the trash at night. And I just like, all, all the other amazing references. It's so fun. Very versatile. Love it. But I will say that Time Traveler's Wife, like the original with Rachel McAdams, makes me sob every time. That is yes. that movie is killer. So well it, done. So yeah. well done. In the show, I think Emily watched it. My girlfriend watched it. And she said that she loved seeing the main actor nude a bunch. And I think that was <laughs> that was a big draw. <laughs> Another beautiful man. A plus. <laughs> and for the boys, if you don't know who it's, Egret from Game of Thrones is the main character in that, the main girl. Yes. Yes, I did see that. Like yeah. Jon Snow's. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then Theo James. Uh, yeah. Yes. yes. Very well done. Yes. Lots of nudity from him. Yeah. More Hunkulies action for sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, favorite actor or actress, just period. Oh, I love Jennifer Lawrence. Love so it. Much. Nice. She's the goat. She really yeah, is. I think she's, I don't, I don't think people recognize like how talented she actually is. And people will start to respect her more as she ages. 
Yeah. Yeah. She's the best. Fun fact, my my brother, who's also on this podcast, um, just not right now, uh, <laughs> he just got married last weekend and it was at the place where they shot um, Silver Linings Playbook because that was shot in Philly. So Very it, was, it was cool. cool. Oh, I love that Very movie. Cool. Yeah. I love that movie. Um, but she's the best. She's so funny and charming too. Good, yeah, good answer. Yeah. I'm talented. Okay. Current hobby or guilty pleasure? Oh. Guilty pleasure, drinking wine. I drink <laughs> wine girl. If you know me, you know I can drink like three bottles of wine in one sitting. Yes. <laughs> proud of it, but I can do it. And um, a hobby, I think, is a, a building building things because I'm moving. So I'm building Ikea shelves. Cool. I built my kitchen table. I built my chairs, my couch. Yeah, that's kind of my hobby right now interior design and building stuff (laughs) okay so within the universe not without spirit being an option earth air water or fire Mm. i think water because and this is really messed up kind of water because humans can't survive in water so if you really need to kill someone just drown them I love oh, that. Yeah. Like, you know, someone can like maybe roll. I don't know. Fire would do it too, but I guess you can't live without air either. But water would just be so cool. Yes. I don't know <laughs> if you've ever seen Avatar The Last Airbender, but yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. They make it, oh my God, like razor blades with a little bubble of water. They can do I so much it. damage. So cool. I love it. Your mind goes right to how, which one of these powers lets me kill the person most efficiently. That's where your mind goes right to. I could just drown them with water. I mean, we're going to be like, what is it? Like Deadpool? No. Yeah. Deadpool didn't kill people. Oh, he killed a lot of people. Okay. So it is Deadpool. Right. Yeah. 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 And then I'm also thinking like Hitchcock. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the anti-villain. like Hancock? That's uh, Will Smith. Hitch. Oh, I think I think we're mixing two. So there's Hitch, where he plays like the love doctor, the matchmaker, and then there's Hancock, where he's the anti-superhero with Jason Bateman, I believe, is the other character in that. Great. Uh, I'm not good with words sometimes. Oh, you're doing great, Janetta. Yeah, no, that's the one. Like the anti-villain. I think that that's what I would. I, I would definitely be that. That's All right, cool. Two more. Go to karaoke song. Ooh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Nice. Wow. That's a long That's one. You're making people wait oh. for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a party. Yeah. You're going up on stage. You're going up on stage for a long time. So oh, yeah. Awesome. And everyone joins in. And that's yes. the best part. True. <laughs> and the final question Does Sonia cure Mikhail? <laughs> She's well, desperate. dot 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 i have two more questions because that's not a real question question number one edward or jacob good one um jacob jacob whoa i'm also team jacob i love that most people are not i've never seen twilight uh my other question is damon or stefan and i have seen vampire diaries i will judge you to the nth degree Stefan. <laughs> oh, he just, oh, just logged off. Wrong answer. Absolutely <laughs> not. He's bland. He's that. vanilla. 
<laughs> I know, but you know what? And I, I said this like it's someone else. I was like, young me, obviously Damon, because he's just like so charming and and you know passionate and blah blah. But Stefan, like, he's just so damaged. People look no, past the. People look past the fact that he was a ripper for like a hundred years way too easily. Yeah, but the bad guys are so good. True that. <laughs> True that. Going from the anti-hero, so no wonder. I love that. Well, do you have anything you're working on right now that you want to plug? What's going on? Past um, Empire Academy. Yeah, a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I when I got back from doing Vampire Academy, I did a film called A Party to Die For. And it, we'll see how I that's the thriller that I did. And um I've never done the thriller genre before. So it was like it was pretty challenging for me. That'll be on I think that article just came out on Tubi TV in October, October okay. 28th or something. They're doing it for like Halloween. Spooky season. Whole, like, I love spooky it. Spooky season, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's that'll be coming out in a month. And uh, yeah, just auditioning, hoping someone will hire me. Love it. They will. I mean, <laughs> after sure. they've seen this, Sonia. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. They definitely, the phone's going to be ringing. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Pleasure <laughs> meeting you. Yeah, yeah is- we're hoping for a season two. And we can't wait to see what happens for the rest I of the season. So. Yeah, well, we might be DMing you after we watch these next few. <laughs> yeah, I cannot like, wait to see. I can't wait to see a recap. Oh, my God. What is she doing? She's so cool. Or she's going to be like, oh, my God, I hate Sonya out of nowhere. I have no idea <laughs> yeah. what's coming in. Oh, my God. Imagine you just end up hating my character. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you asked to be interviewed in the middle of the season. So yeah. the <laughs> We'll have you back on to yell at you. Thank What'd you, you do it? <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming. Fun. Okay. Yeah, it was such a blast. Oh, Have a good night. That. Have yeah, a nice you night. Too. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.